Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds in the studio. It's Red Friday. The Kansas City Chiefs take on the Miami Dolphins in Kansas City Saturday night. Uh, I think it's hilarious that a lot of Dolphins fans are complaining about player safety when they (laughs) purposely built a stadium where the opposing team has to stand in the sun, which also could possibly get them heat stroke. That's not a problem. But when it's too cold, oh my God, have the odds changed? If heat stroke is a problem tomorrow... That will be a world. That, that's a headline. I just think it's funny that they 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 don't care about that. Heat strikes no problem, but when it's cold, oh my God, we're we're players' health, player safety. Well, which is it, buddy? Now the odds on the game are that it'll be colder than skinny dipping in a snowstorm. It's going to be up there. It's it's going to be very very brutal. But fact of the matter remains: the points have not. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs still a four and a half point favorite, and really Kansas City, regardless of the weather, is a better team than Miami. The Dolphins are badly hurt on defense. Defense really has a problem in cold weather, and it'll be cold for both teams. Don't get me wrong, but the fact is that it hurts more when you're hitting cold weather than it does certainly when you're, the weather's a little bit warmer. But the fact of the matter remains that uh, Miami is simply not in the same ballpark in Kansas City. I think the, I think the Chiefs win big. I hope you're right. I I can see a run game plan attack because when you're throwing a ball and the windshield is minus 30, it's like catching a brick. And we already have problems with our receivers catching the ball. So hopefully it's a run attack. And you're right. The Dolphins are limping into these playoffs with some big-time injuries to critical players. So we'll see. It might not matter. It's all going to be decided on the field while we're freezing our butts off. Uh it's been a crazy week. Did not have this in my 2024 bingo card that we'd be saying Bill Belichick and Nick Saban aren't with a professional or college team. And a bunch of other guys have either been let go or decided to hang it up. Do we have any decisions on who the replacements are? No, it's a little bit too early now, but I suspect that in fairly short order, some of these teams, including the Patriots and the Chargers and the Denver Broncos, although they're in they're in pretty good shape, but Atlanta Falcons and Washington Commanders and people like that, they'll all have an answer here relatively shortly. Think about their this is so cataclysmic because both Sabin and Belichick leave their jobs within a period of twelve hours. Now how unusual? Maybe it was preordained, who knows? Maybe it was in the script. But the fact of the matter remains that Sabin came clean yesterday and said, hey, uh, the fact of the matter remains, I'm, I'm 72, I have lost a lot of passion, that is not fair to anybody. If I can't motivate myself to get out there and recruit and get wins and formulate policy to the extent that I was, then that is not fair. Good on I him. think that's a very intelligent decision. Oh, yeah. He doesn't need the money. Heck, he got $11 million this year, and I'm sure he has an agreement with the university. Hey, it's one of the all-time greats, for heaven's sake. So uh, don't worry about him. And Belichick, same way, 27 years in, in coaching. And here's a guy who knows fully well <laughs> he's not going to beat Andy Reid's record of uh, out of a job and 20 minutes later you have a new job. That's not going to happen. But he will end up somewhere. I'm thinking it's the Chargers because the man still wants to coach. He is, uh, interestingly enough, uh, a little bit younger than Saban it, by a matter of months. But they are uh, virtually the same age. But still, Belichick is a very good coach, may not be the warmest person at all with the media, but that's too bad. He will find a way, and his departure from the New England Patriots is amicable according to both the Patriots and according to him, and that says something. Yeah, and that's what Robert Kraft said, was that after a certain point, you've got to give, like in regards to Belichick and Brady, 
let them make their own decision as to what they want to do without trying to get in muddy the water because of what they brought the team. So if that is true, and we'll never know, um, then get on both of them. It'll be interesting to see. I, uh, I don't know. Going to face him twice a year now would be interesting. <laughs> How did the jury teams make out last night? Well, they both got wins, both playing at home in the O'Reilly Family Event Center. Interesting kind of dichotomy to this one is that the men played first. Usually it's the ladies first and then the men second. But this time the men played first, played the Maryville Saints out of St. Louis. That's Maryville University. And Drury wins it 71-62. to Very competitive game. Drury pulling away in the second half to get a margin of victory. Not as close a margin as the Lady Panthers. <laughs> they were right on the cusp of a big upset. Drury does win it. The Lady Panthers 67, Maryville 65. Maryville had a chance to tie the game at the buzzer, could not get clean possession of it, couldn't get a shot off, and Drury comes away and the Lady Panthers with the win. So it's two wins, the men 71-62, and the Lady Panthers 67-65. So opening night for the Bass Pro Tournament of Champions. How's that going? There is a reason why these teams from around the country are invited here. And that's because they are pretty doggone good. The Missouri teams went over the night. Now, that won't happen tonight nor tomorrow, late tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night because they, some of them will play each other, so there's going to be a Missouri win somewhere along the line, I think. But in the first games uh, that were played last night, Edmund North from Edmond, Oklahoma, coached by Scott Norris, who is a Kickapoo graduate and a former Lady Bears assistant coach, they are good. They're ranked number six in America. They knocked off Rainier Beach from Seattle 65 to 45, and the Seattle team's pretty good. Springfield Central really wanted to see how they would do because they have run teams out of the ballpark down here in this part of the country. Well, they played St. John Bosco from Bellflower, California, and the California team won at 68 to 37. Central found out mm, the big boys can play. You might not be the biggest <laughs> fish in this pond. Here's the one, though, that, that really did bother me because Glendale, Springfield Glendale, has a nice team. Are they a great team? No, Central beat them by 30. But the fact of the matter remains that Glendale is pretty good. They've got good players. They played the number one team in America. And that number one team is Paul VI from Fairfax, Virginia. And they are number one virtually every year. 82-21, to 21, final score. That's a, that's a, uh, Flobbing. What's uh, the analogy you can use on the air here? That's a, a backside thumping, folks, is what it was. 82-21, but and that says nothing about the Glendale team. They are good. They're just not in that ballpark. And then in really what was a terrific battle, Vashon, which is from St. Louis, of course, and a reigning state champion, played McEachern out of Powder Springs, Georgia. McEachern is annually one of the top teams in America, and McEachern won at 73-62. So we saw some really, really good basketball and will in the next two days. A lot of fun. Unfortunate for those Springfield teams. That's not good for the psyche. How did the uh, Lady Bears make out on their game on the road? They were up in Peoria and played Bradley. No low contender. A Lady Bears win at 94-66 over a Bradley team that is struggling. Fact is, though, the Lady Bears are pretty good, and they can play, and when they get their game together, they can they can blast some teams. They did. Lady Bears 94, Bradley 66. Here they're doing good, and of course, the Kansas City Chiefs, as we mentioned earlier in the show, take on the Miami Dolphins in what could be the coldest game either team have ever played in their entire history. Yes, I'll be there. 
Yes, I will be bundled. I've done this before. I keep, like I told you before we started talking, thing I keep saying, if someone says they're going and they've never done it, I'm like, you ever gone duck hunting? Well, yeah. Okay, you'll know. You know then. Let me ask you a question here, and this is this is in terms of your, and it, it is very brief compared to mine, but your very brief association with major events. Now, you may be sitting in on history. Hmm? The coldest game in the history of both teams. How do you feel about that? I'm happy. I'm excited. I mean, <laughs> you got to remember, though, that in the last, what, six, seven years, we've had a lot of postseason action. And since this is the first time in my life that we've had that, I've been in every one because who knows if this is going to last. I want to make sure that I was a part of it when it was here and it was fun. So there were a couple games, even though they won't be as cold that were snowy and icy in the last few years that I would put up there with just as bad because it's just slushy, wet, cold. It's I mean, all part of the game, and just, you sit out yeah. there. I remember very well the most recent one in uh, 2006 when they played the Indianapolis Colts on a Sunday afternoon, final game of the year, neither team going anywhere, 11 degrees at kickoff. <laughs> I was not there. I watched it on TV, nor were many of the people because the crowd was 10,000 that day. Uh, it's a meaningless game. Nonetheless, it won't be 10,000 tomorrow night. It'll probably start out at 75,000 and quickly dwindle. But it'll be it'll be a very interesting Ned Talk here on The Cave begins at 5 o'clock. That's our pre-pre-game show. The pre-game show with the Chiefs begins at 6. Game time at 7. All under the lights at Arrowhead tomorrow night. First round of the playoffs. A lot of fun. It'll be very, very, very cold. So, again, if you are going, layer, base layers, Triple layers, quadruple layers, cover every inch of skin that you have on your body. And if you've got friends that have got goggles, borrow those too. Ned, you have a great weekend, and go Chiefs.